Hello, and a big what up to everybody out there in Fun Nation. Uh, you're back with the Junior Funners. It's your boy, uh, Ollie Munster, and uh, your other boy, Lawrence Yates. Hello. The Eat Man, just fill him with some wires there. Getting all the tech stuff ready before we, before we get into it uh, for another week, for another episode. Um, so uh, this is... Uh, the second episode we're recording so far today, so if uh, yeah, if we start to lag a little bit, um, that might be why. But we're going to try and keep up the energy for you. Um, also, that may explain why you know if we're referencing stuff that sounds uh, current to us but is actually dated to you, uh, that's also why. So uh, you know, get off our back. Um, so with that in mind, let's uh, get on with a very short edition of Arsenal news. There isn't any, so because we talked about it all last week. So, uh, yeah, no signings yet or anything. Nothing's changed since we recorded the last episode. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Everything's good at Arsenal, right? I was gonna, uh, yeah, I was gonna sort of uh, rant and rave about um, how Juventus seem to be getting players on a free. Yeah, they recently got um. Rab Adrian Rabio, who was also yeah, another rumor, and they snagged him. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm sure there's nothing going on there. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, Italian football famously not that easy to corrupt. Um, <laughs> yeah, famously hard to, like, to bribe anybody in, in Italian football uh, into doing into doing something illegal. So yeah, I'm sure there's nothing nothing going on there. Mm. What? Um, it's hopefully this will be the uh, they've plateaued, and there'll be another scandal, and there'll be uh, just like it did ten years ago. Yeah, everything's cyclical, and time is a flat circle. Um, I thought the Earth was a flat circle. It, it is. Oh, um, oh thank God. It, yeah, no, it, it still is. That's uh, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, that's but you know, <laughs> the uh, the lamestream media don't want you to know that. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Um, currently, I'm Googling what is the transfer window because mm. that uh, feels like something that might be worth going into some detail on since we, again, we probably take it for granted um, being football fans, but just to detail anybody that's not as uh, clued up as we are. Um, so this is, uh, well... Moving to uh, our next segment, the uh, beginner's guide. We haven't done one of these in a while, so get the harp scored out. Yep. <laughs> Sounds fresh, good as ever. Yep. Um, so yeah, basically, the during the football season, which lasts well in the UK, it lasts from August until May, doesn't it? In a, a standard season. Um, during that time, you can't just clubs can't just be buying players willy nilly. You can't just buy and sell players as and when you feel like it, because that wouldn't be fair. The players that you know that aren't performing that well would suddenly get sold on, and they wouldn't get a chance to prove themselves or whatever. And clubs with more money, um, you know, I mean, they've already got enough of an advantage, so they could just buy up players that are doing well in the middle of a season um, from a rival, say, from a title rival, and uh, and you know just weaken every other team by buying up all the strong players. Some would argue that a lot of teams do end up doing that, but they're forced to do so during the transfer window, Mm. when they're allowed to transfer players. Exactly. Mm. Just filling the air here. Just taking a a refreshing uh, sip of Budweiser. Still Mm. on the Budweiser's, uh, can check, hashtag can check. Um, So the transfer window is the, the period in which clubs are allowed to buy and sell players a lot of controversy at the moment surrounding transfer bans both potential and currently enforced ones Uh, so Chelsea for example are currently under a transfer ban Mm -hmm. meaning they are not it's one year I think they're not allowed they're they're banned from 
Yeah, Atletico Madrid were last season. They were temporarily banned for a bit, but uh, but the season before last, so the twenty seventeen eighteen season, I think mm. they were banned. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, who else has recently? Um, Barcelona were gonna be. Yeah, the but then about, somehow they then... wriggled themselves out of that one by. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, sorry, I had to keep knocking my mic. Uh, yeah, so they wriggled themselves out of that one. I think that's what the whole um, maybe uh, was that during selling Neymar to PSG for like. I think it 200 was two hundred million. <laughs> I think it was just before. I think it, yeah. I think that was. I think that yeah. They managed to like. <clears throat> I feel like, I, I might be remembering it wrong, but it feels like more or less the first thing they did after they kind of got mm. out of the whole transfer ban controversy is, uh, yeah, sell so one of their best players to, uh, yeah, to, to PSG for 200 million euros. Uh, and now there's rumours that he might be going back. He's coming back, yeah. Everyone's uh, leaving PSG. Yeah. Apart from Mbappe, who I think really should be at a better club. I yeah. I think he needs to be somewhere maybe. He's young though, Madrid, isn't he? I think he or, will be. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. I wanted to talk about when um, Hazard, uh, when he um, was brought out on the to the Madrid fans and kissed the badge. I was mm. like, I can imagine all the Chelsea fans right mm. then and there, hearts sinking, yeah, pounding ground, losing yeah. hope. <laughs> that was our badge you used to be <sighs> kissing. Yeah, but it's all it's all right for Chelsea because yeah. uh, Frank's super Frank is going to oh, come yeah. and. Uh, and, and manage them now. That was the that was the rumor. That was the no, not the rumor. The story last week was uh, Frank Lampard. Basically, uh, I think he's been banned from the training at Derby. <laughs> basically, got banned because he's basically going to Chelsea. So I think they've said, uh, "Yeah, don't come here anymore." Yeah, that is uh, yeah. What well, a Cinderella story uh, for for Frank Lampard. First season of management uh, managed to. Not get promoted with Derby uh, and is now going to be in charge of uh, Chelsea hmm. in the Premiership hmm. uh, when they play in the Champions League. So that's uh, good. That's how that progress. That's how that works. Um, so yeah, the transfer window, according to Wikipedia, is the period during the year in which a football club can transfer players from other playing staff into their playing staff. Hmm. Uh, it seems like a weirdly specific. Maybe example. we should use like Pokemon cards as like a, an analogy. Yeah, you can only yeah, like you wouldn't be able to trade Pokemon cards in the middle of a battle. No, you know, no. so you have to wait until that's finished, and then you can trade as much as you want. Um, except now we've got regulations for financial yeah. fair play, yeah, yeah. so clubs that have more money because the money involved in football, especially at the top level, is so insanely bonkers. Um, that they are having to put more of these rules and regulations in place. So Man City, for example, are potentially facing a transfer mm. ban, but I don't know. There's like a, there's like two or three more investigations or something that have to happen or hearings that have to happen before that's even yeah, decided. There were rumours that they were going to be banned from Champions League. Mm. Um, oh yeah, there was another story I read yeah. uh, last week. It was uh, that AC Milan have been banned from the Europa League. Yes. They, they finished fifth in their league, but because of their uh, transfer doings, yeah, their cheating, shenanigans, yeah, their shenanigans, uh, they've been banned from the Europa League. So uh, yeah, so they're wah, no European wah. football for them. So it's, uh, yeah, I think that the the, the the various governing bodies now, you know, be it UEFA or FIFA, do I think they're favouring that type of approach now more than the transfer bans because. Clearly, the transfer bans don't mm. stick. Uh, no. Clubs are constantly finding loopholes yeah. and ways around it. Um, as we've said, you know, Chelsea are currently under a transfer ban, yet they signed that uh, Kovacic uh, in the last uh, week or so. Um, I think because was he, he was on loan first, wasn't he? Mm. So they do the loan and then it's option to buy or you're obligated to buy yeah. once you've loaned him for a certain period of time. Yes. That's why, in many ways, they do that kind of loopholes where yeah. they won't play them for like the last month, so they don't have to pay mm. the loan fee or whatever, the, the the total fee. So they'll just play it. That happens, I've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or when you're in a transfer ban, you buy players, and then you send them on loan to the club they are at. Yeah. And then once the transfer ban's over, they come in to the club. Yeah. That's a fun little loophole. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of ways for uh, people to abuse that that system. Um, again, if you have got the money and the resources, you can just pay 
you know, a team of lawyers to work out the easiest way to uh, get around it. Um, yeah, very, very common one is that you buy a player and then immediately send them out on loan mm. uh, somewhere. That, was, with a lot of, of Frank um, Lampard. They, that happened to Frank Lampard, didn't it? Mm. They, they, he was out of contract at Chelsea. And he, where did he get? Was it, it was at some American club, wasn't it? I think he went to New York yeah. FC because he went to Man City. Well, that's what I mean. Because and he then went, he went to uh, New York FC. But he went because he, yeah. he only went to Man City because he was on loan from another. Yeah, because he went to New yeah, York yeah, and then went yeah. to Man City because New York FC is owned by the same people. Yeah, they own Manchester City. And that yeah, their season yeah. they play at a different time in the year, don't they? So yeah. he'd gone on loan to to New York was FC, it, but they weren't even playing at that point. There's there's they play they have they have a club in Australia. I think it's. I think it's Brisbane. I can't remember. It was mm. Melbourne. Was it Melbourne or Brisbane? Mm. Uh, yeah. So the people in Man City own like three football clubs. Yeah. And then they have a partnership with Girona in Spain. Yeah. So a lot of Man City players went on loan to Girona in Spain. My, 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 my Girona. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. That is that's a co- another very common thing uh, because again the people that own football clubs are unfathomably wealthy a lot of them don't just stop at one football club they will buy or even just one just make sports their own, team yeah yeah, yeah they'll, they'll buy America, multiple like, just make a teams. franchise I mean yeah we've talked about Stan Cronker yeah. before the, the owner of Arsenal and the fact that he owns you know multiple multiple different sports teams across different sports mm. um, but yeah owning multiple football teams and just sort of moving <laughs> moving players on from one club to another and moving players around mm. um, is yeah that's that's a very common thing as well you um, get you get um, I see this a lot because I think people see uh, Premier League clubs whenever they want to buy a player. European clubs, and when when uh, someone like with Arsenal right now, this uh, player William Saliba is at Saint Etienne. Mm. They do a thing where oh, uh, Tottenham has also uh, put in a bid for around twenty five million. Wink, yeah. wink. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll give you thirty million. So it becomes a sort of bidding war, but that, it don't know whether it's like real, sort of like a phantom thing. Yeah, that's... Where they're just trying to. The, make the, you give them more more money, but the, I think that's that's down to the agents as well. Yeah, the um, agents, because that's a big thing in transfers now. It's it's to a lot of like quote unquote interest um, from clubs yeah. in a certain player will a lot of times turn out to just be uh, a bunch of bullshit that that player's agent has made mm. up um, to kind of either either let them know, either, you know, let other clubs know that their player is looking to move somewhere or open to a move somewhere um or it's if you know if they're in the middle of a say a contract negotiation or they know that a contract uh, negotiation is going to be coming up they can you know angle for more money because they can be like oh yeah, yeah well you know we're already turning down bids from tottenham or yeah. <laughs> west ham yeah uh <laughs> as is usually the case um and uh, yeah so that's that's the yeah and that sort of led to uh this current thing of transfer fees more, you know, more and more frequently getting into triple digits, you know, like a hundred million player, a hundred million pounds for a player is now no longer that outlandish. Um, mm. It's becoming kind of, you know, increasingly the norm for, for top clubs to, to pay at least a hundred million for a player that is, if not already world-class is on the brink of becoming world-class. Yeah. It's Yeah. Like back when we were kids, like someone like Thierry Henry was only twelve million. Yeah. Million. Or Patrick Vieira was five million. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Imagine that today. Yeah, within yeah. our lifetime, Arsenal's Arsenal's best ever player <laughs> was uh, yeah was twelve million pounds, which would not get you. I mean, just a few short years later, uh, Liverpool paid thirty million pounds for Andy Carroll. <laughs> so that's I mean that's yeah. It's the. Uh, in many ways, I've learned a lot about how economics works through football. Yeah, yeah, you realise that. You realise how inf- inflation works and how mar- bubbles work, and yeah. well, there's probably going to be a crash at some point. Yeah, because no one's going to want to buy a player who, someone like Andy Carroll, who's going to be, you know, fifty million probably in the future. Well, a, I think he's a free agent now. Well, isn't he? yeah, so, you know, someone like yeah. that, someone who's sort of an average to below average. Yeah. And they're worth like you know forty million. Or that's just starters. I was gonna say 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 uh, let's do just a, a random name of a player that I just came into my head. Meza Özil, for yeah, example, yeah, just yeah. Say, you know like you said, like a middling He's player that cost about forty old, million. <laughs> past his best. Yeah, 
not very, not as good as he was. Recently signed a contract within but, the last couple of years yeah. that put him on what two hundred grand a week at least. Um, yeah, so it yeah, like you said, like the, the market's already kind of like creaking under the weight of players that turn out to be duds but are on such insane wages under the contracts that they sign with these clubs that they can't possibly be moved on anywhere else hmm. because no club in their right mind is going to meet those demands. Um, so that's... Uh, Unless yeah. the only clubs would be maybe Chinese clubs right now. That's yeah. where a lot of players that are just wanting money go. They are throwing a lot it, of money around. It used China, to be yeah. the American MLS League, but uh, that's not been quite so much anymore. That's more for like if you're sort of retiring. I was going to say, yeah, that's sort of like an end of career yeah. thing. Um, players who are mainly interested in money tend to go to China now. Yeah. And then they sort of half arse it for a bit. Just like, that's the thing that's apparently been going on with Carrasco is that he's not really sort of been trying. Like, players of teammates in his club have been <laughs> complaining that he's not really trying. Yeah. He's just trying to. It's like, I, I, I don't blame him in many ways. Come back, yeah. come play for Arsenal, please. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I, the, I, I guess the only other place that they were if they're just interested in money is uh to go to psg yeah psg for a season like before yeah. they fall out with somebody and then move on somewhere else but, but um, yeah yeah uh, i was going to talk about you're talking about agents the probably the most um infamous yes. agent is uh, i can't remember his first name but it's, is right it rayola rayola, yeah. rayola. I think it's he's an agent yeah, of a name. number of players um uh, Mkhitaryan of Arsenal, I think he's his agent. Um, is he also Sanchez's agent? He might be, yeah, because he was he's Paul Pogba's agent as well. Yeah, he's a he's a very high profile I mean, agent, and he was uh, 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 the fucking guy. Well, I can't remember his name. The tall Swedish Ibrahimovic. He yeah. was, he was his agent, wasn't he? Or maybe yeah. he still is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's just so. Uh, this is this is the guy who always turns out whenever there's a player who's fallen out with the manager, or you know, oh, he Barcelona are uh, thinking of buying him. It's oh, look who's the agent. Yeah, look who it is. Yeah, it's a very like we yeah like we were saying earlier where it's sort of uh, yeah oh we've had bids already from whoever and it's you know and they and they're offering fifty million euro or whatever and it's yeah there there always seems to be a thing. He always. Yeah, he's got the edge on all the other agents because he always seems to just foster this, I think <laughs> this distrust of the club yeah. that the player is currently at. I think that's why um, uh, people complain that Arsenal haven't been buying like all these big players. And I think that's mainly because Arsene Wenger didn't want to deal with this guy at all. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I buy that. I, Wenger just seemed... Uh, yeah, it, it basically, yeah, that, that stands for everything Wenger was against in football, pretty much. Like that sort mm. of... Uh, nonsense drama um and just about yeah like just the uh, the kind of nasty greediness of it is yeah. yeah it's pretty gross so uh, yeah i don't doubt that for a second so that's, that's part of the reason no because we maybe in many ways we probably couldn't afford but that's the other reason they arsenal like to keep things yeah know, balanced that's the other problem yeah but um i think also Wenger just didn't want to deal with agents like that and he said numerous times about yeah agents being the problem yeah, yeah, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if Emery will be much different. I don't mm. know, but uh, yeah. I but I think Emery's, because of his history of when he's at Valencia or Sevilla, he's always found like sort of obscure players who turn out to be quite good. Maybe not amazing, but mm. quite good Yeah, in their position. But I don't know, we'll see, but it depends yeah. on whether we get money to spend. Yeah. So I think the the transfer window this season is uh, it, we're currently in full swing. When did it, did it start? First uh, of June. First, yeah. First of June. It, this this season it actually ends before the start of the yeah. season. Is that right? Uh, so yeah. In previous seasons, it didn't end until the end of August. Yeah. Mm. So you'd have a period of probably the first two or three matches of the season. The transfer window was still open, so players were still moving from club to club, even mm. though the season had started. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's going to, that's it. It shuts before a ball is kicked. Um, and then we get another transfer window for January. Um, is that, that's not changing yeah. for this season, is it? That's, no. that's still the same. So It used to be that 
um, if you're in, if your club was in a European competition, Champions League or Europa League, that players could be couldn't play for a different team if because they would be cup tied. Yeah, so they'd already been registered but as having got, yeah. as going to play for a a team in a European competition. They wouldn't then be able to play for a second one. Now they've they got rid of that rule now. So yeah. I think yeah. that rule still is in effect for the FA Cup, mm. though, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, if you started a season or started yeah started a season at one club and then move in January to a team that's been playing in the FA Cup, uh, you can't then play for that club during FA Cup matches. Um, so yeah, and yeah, January transfer window pretty self-explanatory. Just runs for the whole of January you very seldom get big deals being done then because it's smack bang in the middle of a season mm. um, a lot of teams don't want to let go of players that are doing particularly well at that point yeah Although you do you sometimes you get some you also you do get quite a lot of spectacular uh, like just panic buys um, in that in that January transfer window. I mean, we mentioned we mentioned Andy Carroll, yeah. um, and that I, that was one, wasn't it? That was Liverpool bought yeah. him at the end of a like on, I think that was deadline day uh, a, f- a few seasons ago. Um, so that's yeah, you you do get some some well, pretty amazing. Is it Luis ones. Suarez and Andy Carroll they got in the same in January? Ooh. Oh, sorry. maybe you got, you're beating up that. Moment, yeah, I'm sorry. Man. I keep so, knocking yeah. it. Sorry. Um, I'll oh, edit it. It, yeah, I think was it. I because I remember I them remember. two the standing together with um, Dalglish. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. I, I, yeah, that's just wild to think about. Because when did they get Benteke as well? Because that would have been that would have been when Brendan Rodgers came in. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah. I mean, Dalglish didn't stick around for much longer after that, did no. he? I think Brendan Rodgers came in pretty quickly, yeah. and then yeah, I don't, I don't know if Benteke was a a. a uh, a January buy or not. No, but he I think was, he came he, in probably in the summer. He was one that they also spent, I think, 35, mm. 40 million on that they had to they had to try and unload. And then he went to, he went to Palace after that, didn't mm. he? Because he came, he came from Villa mm. and then had like a season at Liverpool, maybe two seasons at Liverpool. And they moved him on to Palace. For some reason, Palace paid more or less what Liverpool had paid for. They, I don't know how they convinced Palace to do that. They convinced Palace that, yeah, to, to pay more or less what they had paid for him, which doesn't really ever happen, um, especially with players that are underperforming. But yeah, and then uh, and then he basically kept doing for Palace what he had done at Liverpool. Except at Liverpool, at least he scored that insane like scissor kick one time against uh, against United. I don't think he's ever done that for for Palace at any point, no, has he? He sort of well, he he hadn't scored in a year, mm. and guess who he was against? Yeah, we don't need to we don't need to dredge that up. I think we we covered that in a previous episode. Um, but yeah, but that's yeah, that's that's a that's another kind of insight into the the insane world of, of football transfers. Um, it's it's yeah, it's all down to agents and hype, basically. Um, and millionaire billionaire owners who want to make a statement. By you know, you know we we've brought in uh, Ibrahimovic, who's thirty five. Yeah, he's a big name. He's big personality. And uh, Balotelli, he's coming. Yeah. you all like Balotelli. You've all heard of him. You all, yeah. you all love him. He, he, yeah, he's quite a guy. To quote, to quote Limmy, he, he, he gave him a reaction. That's exactly what he was after. You get, you gotta give him that. It's uh, yeah. So it's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of what superhands from Peep Show would call bullshitters turning wank into cash. Basically, is uh, is what football transfers are, um, and it you know it's it's a funda- it's a fundamental important part of the game. Players need to be able to move from club to club. Um, you know, clubs need to be able to strengthen their squads, or you know, financially sometimes it's not viable for them to hold on to certain players and they have to let them go. For you know whatever fee is being offered, um, so yeah, not not advocating for the abolishment of transfers entirely. It's just that it's gotten a bit silly. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah the the amount of money being thrown around is is staggering for for what actually ends up you know happening and being achieved overall. It, it's uh, yeah, it's just and it kind of. 
widens the gap between like the highest tier of football clubs with the most money and everyone else. Um, even from like the Premiership to the Championship, uh, and from the Championship to League One, for that matter, there is there's, there's a just a huge gulf in how much money is able to be spent um, on on players and wages and things. Um, it's uh, yeah, and that's only. That's only going to get bigger as like the more and more like TV rights and stuff um, get sold off. I mean, fucking this season, all the Boxing Day matches are going to be on Amazon. Like, I didn't even know Amazon had like a. And yeah. obviously, they you know they're 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 into like original programming and stuff. But who the fuck's going to Amazon to watch sport? I mean, it's bad enough with BT Sport that it's sort of the market splintering that yeah. much. Um, but yeah. Yeah, who's going to be watching all the Boxing Day features on Amazon? Yeah, that's the thing with the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it's the the TV rights. Every match is being shown in every single country in the world uh, live, basically. So, it, yeah, that's, you know, that's a hundred different markets and, you know, the advertising money to, you know, advertise in a football stadium you know it means that you're you're actually advertising to like i said everybody in the world that's watching at that moment and if you're advertising during a televised match it's yeah so yeah the tv rights money is uh is just astronomical and like lawrence said it's probably you know like the like the housing market and everything else uh that that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger that bubble has to burst at some point but uh i don't know yeah what a what a wild ride Maybe we could do like the big short and like somehow bet against it. I, I, I'm not smart enough to know about economics yeah. or anything, but we yeah. could like buy. I don't know how you would do it. Do you do you, do you phone someone up and you put like, put a fiver on? Uh... I, yeah, I reckon you have to like. Can I can I buy shares in the football telly can money? I buy going shares away? in Sky, please. Yeah, or something. Oh, I don't but know. then also I... sell them really quick I don't know I, yeah like I said I'm not I watched the big short and I'm still not smart of, enough to understand maybe I'm just like I don't know it all seems like such a like unnecessary thing it's like stock markets and all that it's just like what would happen if they just didn't turn up it was all like I think would the it, it, yeah, it does seem like it's all just a show. It does like, just, just seem like a bunch of numbers that don't actually exist or mm. affect anything in real life. Um, but I, you know, I'm repeatedly told that it's very, very important. Um, so it, you know, and it, weirdly enough, the people that insist that it's very important do it for a living, um, mm. and they also insist that yeah, they got a. I definitely don't have a gun to my head yeah exactly i i believe it was a boking accident um yeah i yeah i fuck wall street and big banks and all of that it's yeah yeah we're a socialist podcast here at junior funners Mm -hmm. so uh yeah yeah dirtbag left and all that that's that's actually that that leads us nicely on to uh oh by the way that was the beginner's guide to transfer window um hope you enjoyed it um and if you have any questions keep it yourself um, <laughs> or, or send us an email no at- that's true yeah you can send us an email junior, juniorfunners at gmail.com or catch us on twitter on facebook yeah we're on, on both those things at juniorfunners search juniorfunners on facebook where there please send us something we can turn into content because mm. uh, yeah we really need someone to get like a we need some copy pasta that we can we can read out mm. for a bit of a laugh yeah we got it yeah we got someone some like insane like review like uh like that person that got really mad about the the Harry Potter spoilers that's like good luck like good luck being a racist person for the rest of you're going to murder your family or like you know that whole screed we need someone to do that for us um some like deranged Tottenham fan being like you know usually it's united fans i've noticed that like they're very very quick to uh yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, it's something we've we've talked about quite a bit before. But yeah, United fans are uh, possibly the thinnest skinned uh, of any football fan uh, of any any like, any group of football fans. Like, it, it's uh, yeah. It's like whenever um, the official Arsenal Twitter account tweets anything, there's always like a United guy who's like, "Boah ha ha ha! Your your team's rubbish" or something. It's yeah. Like, yes. 
Like, you from? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck trying to sell Pogba. Good. Um, yeah. Like it's again. Like we just said. Like you know. I don't know what his wages are, but good fucking luck. Um, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Like I said, I, I've I've sort of I've mentioned this to a friend of the podcast, Mike Bigby. Um, who we might be talking about in a minute, but yeah, it, it, like trying to sort of explain to a non-football fan, it, it like it. Man United fans are generally kind of uh, the, uh, like I said, the the thinnest skinned and a lot of times the dumbest. Um, it's that just m- willing willing to believe almost any rumor about anything. It's that root. It's that meme. Nobody. Man United fans. Yeah. yeah. Class of. How ma- dare you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Silence, Man United fan. Class of '92. Like it's yeah, it's fuck them, fuck them all. Oh, right. at the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that's. Oh, we didn't we didn't do a dipshit of the week for last week's episode, oh, but no. uh, this week's dipshit of the week is all Man United fans. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh, that that ought to that ought to stir something up, right? We we'll get some yeah. uh, get some any. Well, there's probably a few Man United podcasts. Get some there, tweets I'm off sure. of that. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah, so our next so something that's very hot right now in the world of online, um, as as we both are and as this podcast is, is uh, is is podcast beefs. Um, it seems that a lot of podcast there there are so many podcasts now that we've now reached the stage where a lot of them have uh, started arguing with each other and uh, creating these uh, just insane feuds that I refuse to read up on or learn anything about because it's too stupid and life's too short. Um, but it seems a very easy way to get a lot of traction and traffic and people talking. So we need to pick a podcast to start some beef with Lawrence. Um, mm. I've decided. So who do you re- what? Who do you reckon would be the most profitable to us to start a beef with? And uh, and I, I I don't know very many uh, podcasts, but um, I don't know. Uh... Uh, I don't know if I really want to start. I don't know if it's really up to doesn't matter if you want to, man. We need I mean, to. This is this is the this is the model now. This is I the mean, business model. There's well, there's uh, there's there's uh, Mike Mike's yeah. Podcast. So, so that was that was one of the, the on the 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 list of uh, the short list of um, candidates I had. Yeah. So Adcast, um, Mike and and Ben's podcast. More like no, uh, more like a bad cast. <laughs> He's in the yeah, and you're acting like you don't want to start beef. Come on, you got that in the chamber. Of course you want to. Yeah, get your claws out. So that's so that yeah that that was one of the ones that I was going to suggest. Yeah, Adcast um, makes sense. I feel like we probably share a lot of listenership. Um, in that you know they have some listeners, and we also have a few listeners. And uh, our listeners probably also listen to their podcast. So, um, yeah, so if we can get them to address, uh, you know, like a, the, the, the beef that we're starting with them, we might be able to siphon off some of that, uh, some of that, some of that side listenership. Maybe, maybe we could go for a big, big, if we want to go for a big one. You want to land a big fish. Maybe, maybe the football ramble. Yeah. We'll yes. go for those guys. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we, uh, cause I, uh, yeah, I still haven't listened to they, them. They talk so like much shit about Arsenal. Yeah. I've, I've had enough. And we've had enough. We're calling you out. Yeah. It's, it's time to admit that Arsenal are good. Yeah, Football I'm tired, podcast. tired of all your. Debate us. I'm tired of this. Debate us in the marketplace of ideas. Yeah. That is football. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Step up. It's on yeah. site. Yeah. Balls in your court, pussies. Um, so yeah, that's so that's I'll, good. I'll give you something to ramble about. Yeah, you want you ramble over to the hospital mm. once I brain you with facts and logic, but I won't physically brain. I'm not. We're not going to assault anybody. That's uh, unless it. I don't know. Unless it gets us more tweets. I and know. there's um, ass blog podcast. Mm. More like ass ass wipe. More like ass log. Well, like ass a big log. turd. It's a big turd. That one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 not we're just gonna we're gonna yeah tech uh, another f- Arsenal podcast. Cause yeah, because there can only be one. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, out of the surreptitiously uh, Sur- Arsenal. That's another one, I think. Is, is it surreptitiously Sur- Arsenal? Something like that. Terrible name. <laughs> terrible name. Yeah, and one of the guy was on there was like, "Oh no, Tottenham has good catering now. They're g- everyone's going to support Tottenham." 
you moron. <laughs> what do you, who thinks like that? What an asshole. Yeah, um, that's insane. They're on notice. They're on blast. Um, yeah. A uh, couple of other candidates I thought we could, we could go after. This is good. We're hedging our bets. We're, we're firing shots all over. Um, so yeah, ad cast, bad cast. Um, there's also the, uh, the pretending with dice podcast. So if you think of them as there, that's like a, a Dungeons and Dragons type role-playing podcast, which, uh, full disclosure, I've actually been on. Um, but we don't, we, we're not, but, uh, but now we're, cause they're like nerds. They're like gross, disgusting nerds. And we're like cool jocks. We're, we're, we're chads. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're the chads. We're the, the, the Chad Junior Funners versus the Virgin pretending I'm, with dice. I'm sitting here deadlifting. Yeah. Well, you're, you know, and I'm, and having I'm, friends and enjoying life. Yeah. And I'm sitting here deadpooling. Yeah. We're, deadlifting. Yeah. While you're, uh, you know, having a, an actual listenership, uh, like, you know, like a big, a big fan base of people that listen to the show. Um, like a nerd. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just big gross nerds listening to other big gross nerds talking about wanting to fuck a goblin I'm, or whatever. I'm, I'm flexing right now. Can you hear that? Mm. I'm flexing. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, yeah. So sport, sports cool. Sport is cool, and and sci-fi is bad. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah. That's that's pretending with dice again. Just side note: If you want to go back and listen to the uh, the Star Wars storyline they did, uh, it's uh, it's called uh, Star Wars Tempest Squadron. I played a character in that called Thnok. It's very very funny. It's uh, it's a lot like um, it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but in space. It's uh, yeah, very. Uh, it's a good good uh, good set of, uh, of episodes we we did there. Adam puts a lot of work into producing the episodes, a lot of sound effects and original music. Yeah. Um, but besides that, it's it's shit, and I hate it. Um, and so so yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other one, I mean, yeah, this, you know, you want to talk about like trying to land like a slightly bigger fish. Um, we can try and go after the uh, the report this post guys. Um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, going back on my earlier endorsement of their podcast, uh, we should report that, that that podcast should report to the the bin, uh, to the to the. Report, report to the these nuts. <laughs> yeah, they should report Bofa. Bofa these nuts. Um, yeah, because they they they're both. Uh, I mean, they they're big enough. They've got a Patreon, so that's you know. Ooh, like, that's, uh, yeah, oh, so. oh, oh. got yeah. a Patreon, have we? Yeah, yeah. More like Patreon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's so. Yeah, we're gonna start beef with with reporters post. Um, because be a, I, be a shame if someone were to report this Patreon. Be a sh- <laughs> nice post you got there. Be a shame if someone were to report, report it. Um, yeah, report this podcast to the uh, good podcast police for crimes against uh, having a good podcast. So that's uh, for yeah. for for crimes of over cringing mm. my ears. Yeah. Um, that ain't overdosed on cringe. I had, I had cramp in my neck for weeks. Yeah, that's definitely suing your ass. Definitely from cringing and not from trying to suck my own dick on yeah. the toilet. And not trying to, um, you know, yeah, deadlift while masturbating. <laughs> um, that's a car horn outside. You might have just heard then. Um, okay. we're still we're still yeah. in the secure location. Um, by the way, we're not in the fun shack, so that's probably why it sounds a bit different here. Got some traffic outside, but uh, hope my car's okay. I hope it's not yeah, your, your car's fine. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Um, it, yeah. Um, I think that's. Oh, maybe again, if we want to go for an even bigger fish, we could go for uh, your Kickstarter sucks. Um, you know, that's fairly self-explanatory. Your podcast sucks. I'm sure they get messages to that effect every single day. Um, but uh, yeah, we would try and start something with with them, um, Jesse for our. Uh, Jesse, far from a good podcast host. So that's uh, so that's good. So I think yeah, we've we've cast a wide enough net there. I think with uh, with a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts, one of them has to you know uh, fire back at us. Surely out of out of those, 
Um, yeah. Or it's not fire back. One of them has to clap back. Clap back. Um, preferably in an epic fashion. I mean, I don't really consider it clap and back unless it's epic. We need people to <clears throat> spam like office gifts and stuff, like, mm. and all the um, the sassy gifts. I love those. That's true. Yeah, if someone can like retweet our criticisms of one of the podcasts with uh, the gif of Chris Pratt uh, with his big stupid mouth wide open. Um, that's good. People, people love that, and and you love to see it um, when Chris Pratt is uh, is is shocked by something. Um, yeah, he's like a secret Republican, right? He's like a you know, he's like a. He, he could be very well be. I mean, yeah, no, I don't, everyone well, is suspect. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, man, hey, you don't need to tell me. That's yeah, I don't trust anybody. Not even Hollywood myself. is a Hollywood is a den of Republicans. I call it Holly Weird. Yeah. Because um, of all the we all, we all all know sick how, freaks. We all know how they're all Republicans. But anyway. I did, one of the things I liked about the new uh, Toy Story movie, actually, is that because um, Tim Allen, who obviously does the, uh, the, the voice of, of Buzz Lightyear, is uh, in the years between Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4 coming out, has sort of very publicly uh, come out as just like a, a stupid dumb guy just like a like a massive idiot mm. um and i think everybody kind of knew that about him already because you know he, he snitched on all of his friends to uh, to avoid jail time um mm. but uh yeah that he's he's you know he's come out as being you know saying shit like you know being a conservative in hollywood is like being a jew in world war Two or whatever did he literally say that or did he i, I think he no just implied it, it, it was something <clears throat> like that it was like yeah like conservatives are persecuted in hollywood and whatever um and yeah, you know, he just he's just constantly bitching and moaning about the PC brigade and you know all all, all your classic uh, just dumb conservative That's, guy stuff. Uh, James Woods, had, he he was another one. Oh well, yeah, he's of... just gone completely fucking yeah. nuts. I mean, James Woods has lost his damn mind. But yeah, yeah, Tim Ta- Tim I was gonna call him Tim Taylor, um, Tim the Toolman Taylor, uh, aka Tim Allen. Um, yeah, he's, like I said, just sort of publicly made an ass of himself a bunch of times, um, commenting on on various, uh, you know, shit. Um, so in the new Toy Story movie, uh, Buzz is also uh, just like a uh, he's not like a right wing, like you know, he's not like a like a Nazi or anything, but he is he's dumb. Like like Buzz is a lot dumber in the new Toy Story movie than he has been in any of the previous ones. Uh, he's also got like way fewer lines which i kind of appreciate you know like not having listened to tim allen um you know being like a hero was something i i appreciate not having to reckon with so i i thank you pixar for for not making me do that and for also kind of making buzz uh just a yeah a, a stupid dumb guy to reflect tim allen's personality so that's uh yeah too bad hmm. tim allen doesn't have a podcast we can't start any beef with him um but, might work. Yeah. i don't know he might have one he went on, um, no, no, I don't know. <laughs> Did he go on InfoWars? I don't, don't know. know. Seems like the kind of thing he'd do. Yeah. I remember Billy Corgan going on there. Yeah, Billy Corgan's a real fucking what weirdo. Billy He's, Corgan. Yeah. I never really was a Smashing Pumpkins fan all that much, to be honest, but anyway. I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of Smashing Pumpkins songs I really like, but, um, yeah, man, does he seem like a really hard person to get along with on pretty much every level um yeah just a week because he's like a big chemtrails guy as well like he's mm. it's, yeah he yeah he thinks chemtrails are real and yeah They're not he's <laughs> but yeah and he's also like saying that like he's not poli- like he's not right again he's such a, a logic and facts guy that he's like i can't be right wing because i haven't voted for anybody since 1992 and it's just like right. Okay, so you're just like a libertarian dipshit, then I guess, mm. which is that's the that's the cover is just say you're libertarian or something. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very concerned with the age of consent laws. Um, <laughs> <laughs> said every libertarian oh, ever. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Um, speaking of libertarians, I, liked, I was watching, I was watching The Simpsons, and one of the uh, the one where Marge plays uh, Blanche Dubois. Oh yeah, and they send Maggie to the uh, Iron Rand daycare, <laughs> <laughs> Man, and I was like, I finally get the joke. That's such a yeah. That's one of those things you don't get when you're a kid. <laughs> and I, <laughs> wow, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even remember that. That's uh, yeah. yeah. 
What a that's so far ahead of his time as well. It? Something like helping is futile or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these people who are just complete oh, we've got to do it ourselves, everything. Yeah. No help from anybody. It's like this is just yeah. you know. You see that clip of the, the, the Libertarian Party uh candidate debates from I guess yeah, twenty sixteen. Like, yeah. Where it's like like the one guy that ended up being the libertarian candidate is like the only one that's like uh, I don't think you know drugs shouldn't be you know like we shouldn't be able to sell like heroin to children was basically the essence of what he was saying and everyone in the crowd boos him <laughs> and there's that other guy that he's like one of the other guys that's like standing as a candidate is like should uh, I think the question is something like should there be like a mandatory uh, like driving license for having to operate a motor vehicle mm. and this guy's response is like hell no what's next the government telling me how to use my damn toaster and it's just like yep that's that's the slippery slope we're on i just, I just think yeah. we do need licenses for toasters I yes think you can't yeah. just be some crazy guy with a toaster no the only the only solution to a bad guy with a toaster is, is a, a good guy with a good with guy a, with a george formby with grill a, with a george formby grill um, you should also have to insure your toaster uh, legally. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly uh, the argument that's being made there. So good job for that that guy, uh, uh, the libertarian guy, for understanding that. Uh, rest in peace. I presume he's died um, in some kind of shootout with the. I presume he ended up being a mass shooter of some kind. Um, so anyway, yeah. Podcast beefs. Uh, can't wait to see where that leads us. Um, this might end up being the last episode. You know, we don't know. We might, we might, you know, some of these guys are pretty powerful. You know, one of those football ramble guys might, you know, he might know some people that force yeah. us to stop recording. So, looking forward to see what that does for us for our numbers. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we should probably uh, think about wrapping up this week's episode. So, we're going to get into some. Uh, Pop culture recommendations with cultural appropriation. So, mm. uh, what do you got for us, Lawrence? Oh, oh no, there's another one. I've... Oh dear. Um, um, okay, I'm going to recommend a, a podcast. It's a bit more of a light-hearted uh, cryptozoological podcast that's hosted by uh, Reese Darby. Oh, okay. Uh, it's yes. called The Cryptid Factor. Which mm. I think is uh, it's pretty it's pretty good. He does a lot of um, you know, little skits where he does a lot of his funny voices. He, he does, does a lot do of his funny, funny voices, very, and very yeah, funny. it's very good. And his uh, co-hosts, I think. I hope I think this because it's been a while since I properly listened to it. But I have I did listen to it for a long time, uh, eight, long ages ago. But it's still going. I still follow it, but I haven't. And uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty pretty. Uh, takes a sort of general look at what's been going on in the cryptozoology. It's not just about Bigfoot, it's about all kinds of cryptids. It's a fun... Nessie. Yeah, it's a fun... Uh, skunk ape. It's a much more funny uh, podcast yeah. about cryptids. So Reese Darby, can't believe it's like, you know, some clout there. You know? I didn't know that, yeah. Well, we should have started some beef. You've been holding on to that. We should have started beef with yeah. them. That's it, yeah. I have to say, I'd say, I could do a quick one. I'd love to get um, blocked by Reese Darby. <laughs> that would that'd be soul crushing. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. That, that would be a bummer because he seems really nice. You'd have to. Yeah. It feels like you have to try really hard to piss off Reese Darby. I watched um, that Jumanji movie um, a few a couple of months ago, and he's he's got a very small part in it, but he's like probably the funny. He, that he's got like the biggest laugh in it because he's like obviously like the twist is this time around it's not a board game, it's a video game, and he plays like a like a NPC. Um, and so like every time they try and like ask him for help or whatever, he just repeats the same couple of lines of dialogue and you know only looks one of the characters in their face at a time it's yeah yeah man that goes funny um but yeah you, you got anything we can start beefing them about you you, you got anything in the chamber there Not quite no. um no crypto pooology i don't know that's yeah no okay well we can't do it the they're too nice. Uh, yeah, they are too nice. So, crypt, crypt, was it Crypto Factor? The Cryptid. Cryptid Factor. The Cryptid Factor. The Cryptid Factor. Uh, they are fr- okay, so like it's that meme where it's like, our friendship with Adcast has ended. Cryptid Factor is our friend now. 
You can um, do your shoulder. So that's someone else make that because I'm too lazy. Um, but yeah, so Cryptid Factor with Reese Darby, check it out. Um, I'll recommend uh, since we mentioned it. Uh, Toy Story Four is it's really good. I was nervous about them announcing a fourth Toy Story movie because the third one was so kind of perfect. But um, I don't know if if we live in a world where there must be a fourth Toy Story movie, and apparently we do. Um, I'm glad that it's this version of that. I'm glad that it's that it's that we got this fourth Toy Story movie because it's. It's really good, and it deals with some stuff that's not been dealt with in the previous three uh, movies. And yeah, just uh, I I don't know that we need any more after this, but we probably will do because giant franchise movies just necessitate that. You know, if we don't if we don't get a direct sequel, I all but guarantee you there will be a spin-off because the ending of this one does seem to kind of leave that door open. There there will be a a quote unquote spin-off movie um, with certain characters. But uh, yeah, uh, Toy Story Four. Check it out. It's uh, they're four for four, just four classic movies. All the Toy Story movies are great. Um, not that they really need me to recommend them. Uh, again, it's breaking all kinds of box office records. But hey, check out this little movie I saw called Toy Story Four, folks. Who's it by Wes Anderson or something like that? It's I think it's, <laughs> it's uh, one of these indie films. Yeah, I think it's uh, Wim Vendors. Uh, is he still alive? The, it's it, Jarmusch. It's Jim Jarmusch with, it, his, with his crazy hair. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's cultural appropriation. Um, wrapping that up, we got any anything else? Any new business before we sign off here? Mm. Mm. Not really business wise, no. No, no other. I mean, well, cryptid factor is, but yeah, there's no still no new uh, no new Bigfoot uh, happening since we last spoke. So, keep, you know what they say: keep watching the skies. Um, for uh, for big foot oh, personal news, because uh, it was uh, uh, my mum's birthday over the weekend, and she got herself a, a camera trap for a chicken area. So I was oh. like, "Ah oh, man, great! I could use this when I go looking for Bigfoot." Yeah, That'd finally, great. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta, yeah, you gotta just kickstart like a few other bits and pieces in yeah. terms of equipment and then uh, yeah you're you're all set to go to seattle or whatever oh uh, there's there is one trail that i know of that i know of where there have been big sightings and i thought i would go on it but. that's another good way for us to get some publicity actually rather than starting beef with all these other podcasts if if you could become the guy that actually found bigfoot that yeah. would that would be great for our numbers so Maybe we should start like a Kickstarter or like a GoFundMe for you to, you know, fly out to the. I know you don't want to blow up your own spot by saying where this trail is because anyone else gets no. there first. But we'll pay for you to, you know, get the money to fly you out to wherever it is. And uh, yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't want to let people down if I don't find one though. But it's fine. We'll just fake it. It's fine. We'll just we'll just we Photoshop okay. that shit. Yeah. It's all about the numbers, baby. Um, so yeah, that's keep tuning in to see if uh, Lawrence. Um, Finds Bigfoot. In the meantime, this is Ollie Munster. And and me, Lawrence. Saying bye. <laughs>